Welcome to the Sweet Run Podcast, your source for all things running and travel in super fun destinations around the world. We're your hosts, Gerald Mitchell and Natalie Mitchell. Welcome to episode 80 of the Sweet Run Podcast. And this week, Gerald and I are so happy to welcome Dana Klein to the show. Dana is a coach, a marathoner, a wife, a mom of three, and the founder of True Potential Running. Dana has been running for 30 years. She ran competitively in high school and college. She even met her husband through the sport of running. It was so much fun for both of us to sit down and chat with Dana about her running journey and just how it has evolved over a long period of time. She really does love this sport. It's so fun to hear the joy in her voice and how much she helps others through their own running journey and and guiding them to become better runners. And in the second half of our conversation, we talk about where Dana lives in Naperville, Illinois. You guys are going to hear me gush a lot about Naperville. I'd heard so many great things about this quaint little town just outside of Chicago. And Dana gives us the lay of the land where to dine out, where to go for a run, where to hang out in Naperville, and they have the coolest running store. I'm not going to give away the details, but I'm finding more and more that it's hard to find a really cool running store. A lot of people buy their their gear online. Well, Naperville has an awesome running store with a really cool perk that you'll hear about in this conversation. We, go, we hope you guys love this conversation and we're happy to share it with you. So here we go. We have to take a moment to shout out our longtime sponsor, Inside Tracker. Inside Tracker is a science backed, trackable action plan that helps you answer the question. And you guys know what I'm going to say what is going on inside my body? It's all done through a blood test and Inside Tracker takes care of everything else. They provide you with a comprehensive plan to tell you what you're doing right and what you need to work on. They give you supplement suggestions, recipe ideas, and so much more. It really is a game changer for athletes and to become a better person. So, We have a code for you. Use the code SWEETRUN to take 25% off of everything that Inside Tracker has to offer as you gear up for more races throughout the spring and summer season. This is absolutely the way to go. So we love Inside Tracker. We know you guys are going to love Inside Tracker. Go check it out. And now, friends, please enjoy our fun conversation with five-time marathoner and the founder of True Potential Running, Dana Klein. Dana Klein, welcome to the Sweet Run Podcast. We're so happy to have you. Thank you so much. I'm so excited. I love your podcast. I love it when I'm running. I love it when I'm cooking. I love it all the time. So I'm super excited. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. Aww, you know, that never gets old. I mean, I I just, that makes, warms my heart. So thank you for much, so much for saying that. Yeah. Well, we are excited to have you. It's funny because Dana and I have known each other. Gosh, it's been like a little over a year now that we have known each other. And it's been so fun to get to know you, although we haven't met in person yet. We'll have to do some sort of a meetup or something. Right, right. But in the world of Zoom and Instagram, it's, I mean, we're close, right? We're tight. Yeah. We know each other. <laughs> I know. It feels like, it feels like you can just like reach out and yeah. hug somebody. <laughs> I'm going to give you a hug when we actually meet. So prepare yourself. <laughs> I'm prepared. I am prepared and happy about that. Um, okay. So we'll tell everybody listening. We'd love to know a little bit about how you got into the sport and, you know, how you got into running. Yeah. Yeah. So I actually started running in middle school in seventh grade. Um, my brother's two years older than me and he started running. So I think it was just like a natural, why don't you give it a try? And so I did. Um, I just loved it. I really didn't have any expectations. I didn't have 
any idea of what I was doing. I had very little knowledge, um, but it was just so freeing. It was just fun. Um, my coach was amazing in middle school and that really, really fostered just a real deep love of the sport. Uh, I had met so many amazing teammates who are still my friends today from that middle school team. Um, so we were fortunate enough to run through middle school and high school and several of us competed against each other in college. Um, and it's just something that's just carried me through life. I met my husband through running. Uh, we happened to be walking to track practice in college and, you know, just started talking. And I was like, ah, oh. I mean, here we are. You know, we've been together 22 years, married almost 18. Um, so it's it's one thing that, you know, it's just carried me through every single chapter of my life since then uh, with being pregnant, having a baby, pushing double strollers, you know, all that um, shuffle of momhood. Um, and I'm, I'm so fortunate that each and every single year, I feel like I love it more. It's just one of those things that just continues to get better and better and better. Yeah. Um, now, does your husband still run? He does. He does. He, um, in college was an 800 runner. Um, so I kind of joke that he's the fasting on the marathoner. So, uh, I'm trying, he's done one marathon. I've done five. Um, but yeah, he still runs. Mm, that sounds a lot like Gerald and I, like he's the fast one. I'm the longer distance one. He's only done one marathon. Yeah. So We've done a few. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, where did you go to university, Dana? Uh, we both went to John Carroll in Cleveland. So at D3 school in Cleveland, and it was amazing. I loved it. And actually there programs are just continuing to grow and doing great stuff. So mm. it sounds like they had a good, um, track and cross country program that you guys were able to, you know, kind of just meet new people and get into the sport, you know, which I like that. And I feel like a lot of times D three schools, you know, offer that where anybody, I mean, you know, super talented to just beginning runners can get into the sport and have a place on the team. Yeah. And I think, you know, my high school was D1, D3 for college. What really stands out to me is the team. You know, if you create a good team environment, you have good people that you can lean on, um, you know, good coaches, just it really makes a difference and it doesn't matter where you are. Um, so I was fortunate enough that middle school, high school, and in college, I just really fell into great teams and it just continued to just be fun. I mean, that's the biggest thing is it was, it's always been fun. And I guess why stop something if it's that fun? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Especially when it's doing such good things for the mind, body, and soul, all, you know, throughout your life. Absolutely. I, I mean, the benefits, there's not enough room or days or pages to explain all the benefits you guys definitely know. Oh yeah. And you know, you know, one of the things that you said that really stood out was how much your middle school coach meant to you. And I think that is a testament to your coach for you to still remember your middle school coach. And I only say that because I'm not that removed from coaching middle school. Like last year I coached middle school and I loved the kids so much. And I was, and I, you think to yourself, gosh, if one of those kids in, ends up going on and having a long running journey and you had anything to do with that. It's just a really cool gift to be able to give to somebody. It really is. And I have such a, you know, sweet spot and so much joy and like respect for coaches, especially for the kids. You know, if you can foster just enjoyment and just, you know, just keep, just keep lacing up, just keep getting out there, just keep giving it a try um, then, you know, you don't know where that individual can go, but I never felt, you know, the pressure of a specific time. And, you know, granted we, we were a successful team. We were one of the first girls team in high school to consecutively make it to state. Mm -hmm. So individually, you know, and as a team, we learned how to work hard, how to trust each other, how to win, lose. I mean, all those kind of things come with, you know, those magical coaches that just kind of sprinkle the joy and sprinkle that little bit of magic into the sport. And yeah, I, I feel so, so fortunate that I've had so many good coaches and I know Natalie, you're an amazing coach to kids as well. And, you know, keep doing that, keep doing that because you just don't know the impact is just going to be long, long-term for so many individuals. 
Yeah, it's huge. It is. And these kids, I mean, they're just so sweet. They're so sweet and special and innocent. And they just want to like, they just want to learn from their coaches. And that, I mean, that is just, I never take that for granted. I just think of them all as my own kids. So love that. Exactly. Um, so you, what are you training for right now? I've been watching your social media and seeing you do all these cool runs and workouts. So you've got something on the calendar. Yes. Yes. So it's been a while, obviously, since there's been a lot of races on the calendar. Um, I have the grandma's marathon coming up in June. Um, and then the CIM, um, in December. So, two fun marathons. I mean, it's been a a while. And honestly, this is probably the first time I'm doing it right. You know what I mean? Like Mm. (laughs) it's the little stuff that makes the big difference, the fueling, the strength training, all those things. When you put it all together, it just feels good. It doesn't feel painful and it's again, enjoyable. So I'm really looking forward to those two this year. You know, I have to say that I admire you and people that like plan ahead so so well and put like multiple marathons on the calendar in the year I need to do that Dana because I feel like sometimes I'm like oh I don't know what I want to do and oh should I do this marathon and some of the big ones the world majors you really have to plan in advance Mm -hmm. but the fact that you already have your 2022 calendar set is that's awesome it's not typical that I do that I mean 2020 (laughs) everything canceled and then um, 2019, I broke my foot. 2021, I had an unexpected surgery. So I, I feel like I cannot wait to plan, you know, and I was like, if I can hit submit, I'm one step closer. So, <laughs> uh, but I think moving forward, I mean, it is a good idea, right? Like just to look at the year and say, you know, what do I want to tackle this year? But it does feel good to have both of those on the calendar and, um, you know, really kind of pivot my training toward those two individual races and sprinkle in just some fun ones in between. I'm doing a half marathon this weekend. Um, so it's just fun. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> now for the distance, uh, when you're traveling a, a little bit further away with both of those um, are not next door, um, are those family affairs or do you like, hey, this is me time and it's a solo or just you and your husband? How, how do those generally work? It's kind of a date weekend, I guess. Um, You know, we don't like, as you know, with the kids, we don't get a ton of time away. And I know with him loving the sport and being my biggest cheerleader, it's, it's selfishly so nice just to be able to hop on a plane, go to a race. We get to spend the weekend together. I know he's there cheering me on. Um, And then both of these marathons, the CIM and the grandmas, I've just heard so many good things about. So I kind of have a little list of, you know, the bucket list ones that I'd like to do. So it's a, it's a fun date with my husband. Nice. <laughs> oh, that's nice. So it's just going to be the two of you for both marathons. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. awesome. Oh, that'll be good. And it will be some like, and plus two, when you're getting ready that weekend before the marathon, just to like be able to sleep a little bit, take a nap, just like chill out, get some good mm-hmm. food. That's going to be fun. Yeah. I'm excited. I mean, I, I don't, we'll probably be like, what do we do with ourselves? Yeah. <laughs> All this time on our hands. Sleep. Right. sleep. Yeah. Extra sleep. Just sit. And nobody going, mommy, mommy, daddy, mommy, mommy. What about this? I'm hungry. Yes. I'm a, uh. <laughs> I get all the snacks. I get all the snacks that weekend. <laughs> That's right. And you won't have to worry. I mean, I know for me right now with our kids, I'm starting to have to hide food. Like if I want a little snack, because if you leave it in the cabinet, it is gone. Are you feeling yes. that too? You have three kids. Oh yes. I will make one comment like, Ooh, this is so good. And then it's gone. And then I, I make muffins nonstop <laughs> muffins and I pop them in the freezer. Cause I'm thinking this is a great like post run snack or whatever. And then I come down in the morning, my little ones, you know, taking out of the freezer and <laughs> which is good. I mean, they're all healthy and they're, they're great for them. So I'd rather them, you know, choose those, but I mean, I can't double, triple, quadruple enough recipe. <laughs> I know. I'm glad I'm not the only one. Yep. Yeah. Um, well, I'm excited for you because I've heard grandma's is, I've not run that either, but everyone that I've talked to that has run it loves it. Duluth is this supposedly this cute, quaint little town. And it just looks like a great place for marathon and the whole weekend. Yeah. 
I don't know what it is. Everybody that I've mentioned to, they're like, grandma's, it's my favorite. And I was like, what is it? Yeah. So fingers and toes crossed that I have the same, you know, post-race feeling, but I'm excited. Oh, that's awesome. Well, we definitely want to talk about like your coaching and you have this really cool coaching company, True Potential Running. And tell everybody listening a little bit about your company and when you started and, and the progression. Yeah. So I, after college, um, did a marathon in Dublin, Ireland, and it was a it was fun. It was a great experience, but it was a bit of a disaster because I was so used to having a coach and I was so used to just being told kind of what to do. Um, and so, you know, I started thinking, I bet there's other people that have grown up in this kind of environment where you just have these workouts, you have these schedules. And now we're kind of like, what do we do with ourselves? We still want to run, but we don't, you know, we don't know what's going on. Um, so I started coaching a few friends and then a few friends of friends and it, you know, kind of grew from there and, um, started true potential running in about seven years ago. Um, and it's just been amazing. You know, the mission of true potential is to educate and motivate. Um, there are so many people that just need either a little nudge, a little education, little accountability, and the right plan specifically for them. I mean, as a parent, as a mother working, I know that the best thing to relieve my stress is just to be able to log in and be like, okay, whew, that's what I need to do. I'm going to do it. And I'm not going to ask questions. I don't have to plan anything else. Um, and so that's really, but has been amazing for true potential is to be able to help individuals wherever they are reach whatever goal they have. Maybe it's Boston, maybe it's just completing a mile, you know? So that's, what's really been nice is to get to know our athletes on an individual basis and be able to help them reach their true potential. Yeah. Do your athletes skew a certain way? Are they more, you know, post-collegiates or, or, you know, like, Hey, deep running background, or do you have a lot of uh, couch to five Ks? That's a great question. And we actually have a big mix. Um, and so the nice thing is we have several of our coaches that are certified in walk to run for that beginner crowd. And then we have several that are very advanced wanting to do just the marathon training. Um, and then, you know, right in the middle, there's, there's a big group in the middle. Uh, it's hard to say, I mean, some may say, yeah, I, I ran a while ago, or I've been a runner on and off, but not consistently. So there, there is a lot of that. And, you know, they may say, I'd like to do this race. And then when they cross that finish line, they're like, huh, <laughs> maybe I'll try the next option, which may be a half marathon or a marathon. So uh, relieving that stress is, has been huge for us. And it's been so rewarding for us just to be able to see people feel confident in their running. You know, it's, it's hard, you know, it is hard. And when you don't know what you don't know, um, that can make it harder too. you know, rest days are so big. And I think that's one thing that we talk a lot about with our athletes is, you know, you don't have to run every day and I don't want you to run every day, you know? So that education piece really, I think eliminates a lot of that, you know, that guilt of, I can't do this, or I can't do that. Well, we don't want you to, you know, so that's been the beauty of it. It's, it's really a dream job. You know, and I, do you find this a lot as a coach, like with your own personal athletes, um, you know, motivating them, I don't want to say maybe that's not the right word, but like informing them to run the easy days, truly easy and not being constantly in that gray area of like, not really running easy, but not really running hard. And not, and then you just don't give your body a break. And then when it's time to do the hard workouts and like, you know what I'm saying? You, you haven't done the easy, easy runs. And then it's just kind of like this cycle. And then it's at some point there's injury and burnout and all of that. And so what is your take on that? Do you find that you have a hard time with your athletes doing that? Or are they pretty good about really running easy? It, for a lot of people, that's, that's new, you know, I, I am running easy. Well, how easy is easy, you know, and are we huffing and puffing and are we feeling it the next day and those kind of things. So those, those check-in questions. Um, but I've always been a why person. Like if somebody just tells me to do something, why, 
what is it you what 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 is it going to do for me you know why I, I like to know that stuff I've always, I've always been curious so we tend to give the education behind it so here's your easy pace and here's why so that you understand the reasoning for it and it's it's that more of that education again but also that buy-in so you know somebody can give you a pace and you're like well oh, I didn't feel like running that pace but if you get that pace and you understand the reasoning of the pace and how that will benefit you for this goal that we've talked about, then that definitely helps them to understand the whole process. You know, it's a piece of the puzzle, but if you don't understand where this fits in, then it just doesn't make sense anyway. So the why is big in just helping athletes feel comfortable and confident and educated. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's huge because you definitely have to understand that some workouts are just for your legs and some are for your lungs and heart, right? I mean, <laughs> if, if I was going to generalize it that way, right? It's like, totally. this is just to get some turnover and, and whatever. We're not trying to elevate the heart today. Just yes. chill, rest, yes. slower, yes. but get the, get the reps in, you know? Yes. Yes. I want you like singing songs. I want you smelling the flowers. I want you doing all that crazy yeah. stuff that you think you shouldn't do because I want you to hit those hard workouts. I want you to hit that heavy pacing, but I don't want you to do it every day because I hope that you'll run for the next 45 years, you know? Um, and, and that's, that's a lot of, you know, the relationship and creating that conversation of coach and athlete is, is this a short-term thing or is this a long-term lifestyle that you want? Um, that's really what we want with our athletes is that, you know, they, they do, hit the goals and they do cross the finish lines of what they want to do. But I don't want you to stop after that. You know, if you want to do a marathon and then you do a marathon, then what, you know, is this part of my lifestyle or is it like, well, now what, <laughs> you know? So. Yeah. I and I, I agree with you. Cause I really do find, I don't think I've yet met a person that is a runner who's gotten into the sport and said, yep, I just want to do this one marathon. And when that's over, I'm never running again. Like everybody, it seems wants to have it as a long-term lifestyle, even if it's just like, well, maybe I won't run a marathon every year, but I definitely am still, you know, you just get addicted to the health benefits and how you feel mentally. And, um, it just, it seems like so many people, we just take it on as a part of our lifestyle. And so I think that's the beauty of running. It is. It isn't. And another thing that we've noticed is just helping set realistic expectations and realistic goals. Um, and then, you know, being able to pivot or adjust or change, you know, because life happens, health happens, pandemics happen, you know, those kind of things can be very disappointing and can derail the training and can derail the motivation. So, you know, we need to be willing to make a pivot or we need to be willing to kind of see the lifestyle piece of it versus just like, this is my race. And if I don't do this race, you know, those kind of things can be very hard <laughs> because I mean, weather comes into play, all those kind of things. So again, that lifestyle is so important. I love what you have done with your company and, you know, just the growth that you've had. And I love that, that now you have a strength coach and a nutritionist on your team, which I think is so beneficial for, for the athletes. They get like a whole package, you know, cause it's more than just the running, like we've talked about. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. And you're absolutely right. It's the holistic approach. Um, you know, myself, I ran a marathon and only finished like almost a whole bag of sport beans that blows my mind. <laughs> I mean, it is a miracle I finished. So those little things, like I said, make a big difference. And so having the strength training, having that nutritionist on our staff um, helps just to, you know, really make sure we're taking care of all those little pieces of the big puzzle. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we're going to, we'll definitely put your info in the show notes so people can call you and, and get, they can get set up with, with coaching with you and, and the team. 
So it'll be Thank fun. You. Yeah. Um, well, should we talk about, I'm so, first of all, Dana, when we set this up, I was like, oh my gosh, I really hope you'll come on this show because I, for some reason have been, I don't know, enamored is the word that I'm looking for with Naperville, Illinois for a long time. I don't know how, how that happened, but somebody a long time ago was from the Chicago area, said they lived in Naperville and they said it was just like Mayberry. And when I saw pictures of it, I'm like, it does. It looks so beautiful and you get, you get to live there. So yeah. is it as beautiful as it looks? Cause it, it looks like this idyllic little place. It is. I mean, that's so sweet and it's so wonderful. Um, <laughs> it's so nice. And I will say this is the fourth state that I've lived in. So I've seen a few different states. Um, I lived in St. Louis. Um, I lived in Arkansas, uh, Bentonville area lived in Cleveland. And then this was more of a choice move. Some of them were work moves and this was a choice move. And um, we really were drawn to the family feel of the area. And it's a very active community. And it's, it's the third largest city in Illinois. Oh. So Chicago, yeah. So Chicago, Aurora, and then Naperville, it's 150,000 is the population. Um, about 30 miles west of the city, west of Chicago. So it really does draw a lot of people from Chicago, but it's kind of like a little Chicago with that, that sweet little small town feel. Um, it's, it's really, really nice. I love it a lot. Yeah, I've had the chance to visit um, very briefly on a work trip. And somehow we ended up in Naperville one evening just to go out and eat and, and what have you. And I thought, I mean, everything you're saying, it just is like, wow, this is like some kind of throwback time machine, but completely modern. Just the feel of it was, you know, complete family oriented. And I think at the time uh, we didn't have kids and I was by myself and it was like, it just felt weird not to be pushing a stroller. So I'm like, I was like the odd man out. Like, you know, I didn't have a little hand to hold or, or I wasn't pushing a stroller and everybody had an ice cream cone in their hand or something. It was like, man, I feel like I dropped in a movie set. It was great. But yeah, it is. I mean, and it's, again, with moving in different places, I think every place kind of has a question. Um, in St. Louis, it was what school do you go to? In Arkansas, it was where are you from? Like, where did you move from? Um, in Cleveland, it was east side, west side. In, in Naperville, I would say it's like, hey, how you doing? Like, it's just so friendly. People are like, how are you? How's it going? Uh, so it is a larger city, but it does have that small town kind of cozy feel, which I really like. Um, I grew up in a smaller town in Ohio. So it was nice to have that feel, but with the amenities of like a small Chicago. Mm-hmm. Wait, where did you grow up? Did I know this? Where did you grow up in Ohio? I grew up in Ashland. So small, small Ashland. Okay. So, cause you, you know, Ohio. I grew up in Ohio too. Now where's Ashland? It is pretty much in the middle of the state. So like an hour South of Cleveland, an hour North of Columbus. Okay. Yeah. Ohio. <laughs> I'm a big Ohio fan. I think I think people that are from Ohio are just intrinsically nice, sweet, genuine people. When you say I give it back to you. I agree. <laughs> Ohioans connect. <laughs> Absolutely. So Dana, tell us where are we running in Naperville? Where are you going to send us if we come to town? What's what are your tops? Mm. Uh, I've got a few. So the first one is the Riverwalk. Um, it is beautiful. It's it's a little bit shorter. So it's like brick and it's right along the DuPage River. It's about two miles all through downtown Naperville. Um, it was based off of San Antonio. So the San Antonio Riverwalk. Mm-hmm. And it's just really cool to like see statues and there's art and like just neat um things along that little trail and you'll see live musicians out there on the weekends and it's just a really cool area river walk and then um the dupage river trail is connected to that and so that is i believe it's about 30 miles and that's either pavement or crushed limestone and it's in and out of these forest preserves 
And then if you want to go even further, so um, you can then hop onto the Illinois Prairie Path, and that's about 58, 60 miles, and that carries you through um, two different counties and neighborhoods and all these additional forest preserves, goes around lakes, um, also crushed limestones and pavements. So those are kind of my preferred areas because I like to, I'll leave from home, run downtown, kind of check out some of the, you know, the shops and the restaurants, and then I'll pop onto the river trail or the river walk, and then I'll hop onto some of the paved trails. And I mean, you could just go for miles and miles and it's always busy with walkers and bikers and dogs and kids. It's, it's great. And what's a good starting point, I guess, from where most people might be, you know, lodging? Um, is there like an intersection or, or like a, a a monument that you could hey, go to this statue and start there and go south or, or whatever the case may be. The easiest thing to do is just go straight downtown and find the river and you can go either way. You know, the trails will connect either way. So um, that's the beautiful thing is you, you head to the river, just hop on a trail and there you go. Okay. 50 or 60 miles of trail and woods and crushed limestone. That sounds incredible. Like, I mean, you know, there's no reason. I mean, well, you tell us as far as I was going to say, there's no reason not to train um, outside all year round, but there is the weather factor. I mean, is it like bitterly cold, like Chicago windy cold in the winter time? Yes, it is cold. Um, but most of the paved trails, they will pave. So it's so nice. It's a nice little luxury and it's like quiet and crisp and um, you know, and, and again, it's a very family friendly runner community. Uh, so it, I like to get outside as much as I can. I feel like you kind of earn those like frozen eyelashes, like as part of being Chicagoan. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, the trails are really nice. And then another area non-winter is the Springbrook Prairie Preserve. And that's like a seven mile loop where there's no crossing streets. There's no traffic. Um, it's all natural, you know, wildlife and they have a, um, a tour, like a airplane kind of airfield out there. Um, that's another one. I like to hop on that little trail or, um, North, uh, North central college is also right downtown Naperville. And so there's the track right there. I like to run through the, um, their campus. It's, there's just, I, I like to mix it up. Do a little bit of the downtown, a little bit of the track area, a little bit of forest preserves, hop on the trails. It's plenty, plenty of terrain around here. Oh, I was going to say, so now is it easy for you guys to, to anytime you want to jump on the track there to just to get on? Because I know here it's not as easy to, to find a tra- an open track. There's a few. Um, Benedictine is another university around here that it is a public track, so you can hop on that one. Um, But some of the other ones, you kind of have to check their times or kind of ask around, but uh, it's not as easy with some of them. Yeah. And are the, is the, the nature preserve and either of the colleges that you mentioned, are those drivable, walkable, or what's the best way to get to them if you're in the downtown area? Yep. If you are staying downtown, you can just walk straight up the hill to North Central College. Uh, they are just really, really, really close, which is nice. Um, and then the Forest Preserve is just maybe four or five minutes, not too far, but that, that would be a driving one. Oh, or you could run it. You could run. You could run all through the trails and it would take you right to the Forest Preserve. But that would be probably, I would say, maybe 10 or 12 miles. Okay. Okay. That's a, yeah, that, that's a nice uh, workout. Another reason for me to love Naperville. It sounds like you have plenty of beautiful places to run. Um, and then after our run, we're going to eat all the food. And I have a feeling something tells me you guys have a lot of good food in your downtown area. We do. We have so many from Chicago. So you'll see the restaurants that everybody loves and raves about in Chicago trickling out to Naperville. Um, But I love some of the just Naperville specific. Uh, My favorite one is Allegory and it's right downtown. It's a chef owned farm to table. And the owner, Chris, he really prides himself on 
shopping locally for the food, for any of the vegetables so that they're very, you know, seasonal and that they're also from Naperville. Uh, and it's amazing. It's so good. Mm. The best food. I love allegory. So definitely if you're staying downtown, head to allegory at any time they have breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Um, it's great. Ooh, that sounds good. I love anything farm to table and, you know, locally fresh. fresh. Um, okay. What about like specific, I mean, I know you said you can get breakfast, lunch, or dinner, but do you have any specific like coffee shops or places for breakfast? Cause you know, we runners love our first, second, and third breakfast. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. So I mean, there's the, the the regulars, the Starbucks. There's a nice reserve downtown. Um, there's a couple other chain coffee shops, but one that I love is called Sparrow. Um, and Sparrow actually started as a roastery in, and they still are a roastery in downtown Chicago. So what they do is they create specific coffee blends for up to 200, I think it was, restaurants in Chicago. And they just love Naperville. So they opened up a Sparrow Coffee and Cafe uh, with their own special blends and all these amazing like pre, post, all day (laughs) runner's coffee delights. Um, And then they also serve baked goods from a local bakery, Dieta's, which is amazing. Uh, the local coffee and the local bakery can't lose. I know. Yeah. And what what was the name of the bakery again? Dieta's. Yeah, it's so good. I mean, that's like you start at Sparrow, go for a little run, come back, get some coffee, get a nice like breakfast Mm. sandwich or croissant and then head to Allegory for lunch. (laughs) Oh, yum. I'm so hungry right now. And I'm always hungry when we do the podcast. Why is that? We need to make sure we eat before we get on the podcast. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we do. We do. Because now we're going to, you know, I know. All right, so well, yeah. So we're gonna come. We're definitely coming to visit you. I can't wait to go on a run with you, by the way, because I know we're just gonna yes. chat, 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 chat the whole time. Yes. We'll cover Where are we gonna go out for miles. Yes, and when the four of us maybe we'll we'll leave the kids or something. I don't know. We'll figure it out. And then I'm already planning this whole trip to Naperville. Where are we gonna go out for dinner with you and your husband? Ooh, so dinner. There's also a couple that are from Naperville, which are from Chicago, which I love, but one that I really love as far as like the whole view is Santo Cielo and it's up, it's like a rooftop kind of restaurant. Uh, they open up the, you know, the, the windows and everything. And it's when it's warm around here. Um, and it's such a beautiful view of the city. They have really cool, um, modern drinks. It's their thing is the global, like they want global food and drinks. Um, and Santo Cielo means, um, I'm making care. I believe it means good heavens. Yes. Good heavens. Mm. So, which is really cool that it's up high. It's a nice, fun place to go. Oh, that sounds really, really neat. Yeah. I want to know about the pizza. Because oh yeah! New York and Chicago are so serious about their pizza, and so we're talking Chicago adjacent. And you said a lot of it feeds <laughs> from Chicago. What's the story on Naperville Pizza? There's a lot. <laughs> um, we have a Luminati's and a Giordano's, Giordano's in downtown Naperville, and I'm gonna half the crowd's going to say, Ooh, and then half the crowd's not going to be happy, but I'm a Giordano's fan. There's just something about Giordano's. They do it right. Um, uh, not, not something against Luminati's, but when you got to pick, I go Giordano's. Okay. okay. Now does Giordano's have, is it like the thick deep crush dish. or deep dish? Yeah. Oh yeah. It's gotta be. Yes. It's Oof. deep dish. It's like two slices max. Otherwise you're ill for a while. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so good. It's so good. We actually were just there this past weekend and it was well worth it. <laughs> oh, All right. Chicago. It has been way too long since we've been back to Chicago. Yes. Do you guys yeah. make it into the city a lot? How far are you from the actual city? Um, it's about 25 miles. So yeah, we, we do go as much as we can. Uh, I love the city. It's so fun. It's, yeah. it's great. And w- one other restaurant that I have to mention, I feel like 
it's just required for Chicagoans is Portillo's. I don't know if you've ever heard of Portillo's, mm. but they are, there's, I believe, 60 locations in the Chicagoland area. They started off as a hot dog food truck or like hot dog truck, and it has expanded. It is a Chicago must have. It's the hot dogs, the Italian beef, the hamburgers, the crinkle fries, um, and they serve like the best Chicago dog. Do you know what a Chicago Ooh, dog is? No, Please wait, tell, me. tell us. <laughs> so it's a um, it's a bun with poppy seeds, and so my my littlest used to say, "Mommy, I want the hot dog with the sprinkles." So it's <laughs> <laughs> a bun with poppy seeds, and then it has like green relish. It has some onions. It has a pickle spear, uh, ketchup. Oh, I don't think it's ketchup. I think it's mustard. I think it's mustard. Mm. Yeah, you have to get it that is. right because like pizza, hot dogs are very serious regionally. I've seen some things where it's like, you absolutely never put this on a hot dog. <laughs> yeah. or you must yeah. put that same thing on a hot dog two states over where it's like, so I always like to know what, how do you order the hot dog in Chicago yeah. or here or there? Yeah. Just a Chicago dog and it comes with like a salad on top, but it's not really a salad. It's like a particular thing of stuff on top and Gotta try it. <laughs> All right. Now that's interesting because we have had an episode where we talked to someone from the Midwest, from Cincinnati, and they have hot dogs. Remember this? And it's like a, basically a bowl of chili on a mm, hot dog. Yeah. Yeah. So this yeah. is a salad. Go to Cincinnati for the chili. We have to like blow our way through the Midwest and like try all these different hot dogs. Yeah. That's the skyline area. That's skyline chili. Yes, 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 that's right. It was called the skyline or something. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. But this is the Chicago dog and and you can't say salad. I I, I said salad, but okay. I would probably, it's, it's just a Chicago dog. Chicago Chicago dog. I'll make sure. They'll kick me out. They're like, who is this California person talking about a salad on their hot dog? Get her out of here. (laughs) I said it. So I'll take blame, but it's a specific, specific pickle spear and Bright green relish, which I don't think is natural, but it has to <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't sound natural, but we'll go with it anyway. We'll run beforehand and then whatever. We'll just, we'll have yes. it. Yes. This is definitely a post run meal for sure. Right. right. <laughs> yeah. Now, at some point, we do need to lay our heads down somewhere. No, Are, no, 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 no. We no? got to have desserts. Oh, that's, yes. Mm-hmm. What are you talking dessert? about? Yes. We're, I'm still at, on the food. Sorry. Okay, sorry. Dana, where are we? Food. Where are we eating dessert? Dessert. Gosh, it depends. I mean, ice cream. There's the Ben and Jerry's in town. There's Jenny's ice cream. There's uh, the Ghirardelli ice cream in town. Or there's crumble cookies, which are cookies that are like the size of your head. Oh, yeah. There's yes, please. Cupcakes. Yes, there's Molly's cupcakes. Um, there's the chocolate, which is like chocolate treats galore. I mean, you could just walk like about every mm. other restaurant, every other store and just go dessert all day. Oh, Naper nuts and sweets. That is a must. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, it is, it's when you walk in all, you can just smell that homemade popcorn and it has the whole bins, the bulk where, you know, the kids walk in and they say, I want one gummy fish and one of these and one of those. And then they have all the classic candies from when we were kids. Mm. Uh, it's a, you have to go to neighbor nuts and sweets for sure. Okay. But that's like after dessert. That's, okay. That's like- <laughs> the, the, dessert. The, the little bag you take back with you. Yeah. Right? yeah. yeah. That's a later munchy snack. <laughs> oh, I love it. You know what, Dana? Okay, this is what I'm really picturing when about Naperville. Like, I honestly feel like it, it would be somewhere like I'd want to move to because it feels like, you know, it feels like these like beautiful leafy neighborhoods, right? Where everyone has at least two or three kids or more and everybody's out on there. This is what I'm picturing. Tell me if I'm right. And everyone's out riding bikes, like coming and knocking on the door and saying, can your kid come out to play? And like, then everyone goes into town and has pizza and dessert. And like, it just sounds like this idyllic family life type of town. It is very nice. They, they spot on. I mean, they definitely have done it right. And they, I don't know if they've done it right or what, what's happened, but it is that just 
cozy feel. Um, they even have these little transport things called tuk-tuks where you can just have them come and pick you up at your house. And it's like an open kind of trolley car that takes you down for restaurants and the kids just love to go down and get ice cream or whatever after dinner. So it's, it's nice. It is very nice. Now I will say the winters are a little rough, but uh, we make it through. <laughs> okay. How yeah, rough? I was What's say, rough? Uh, uh, will you? <laughs> yeah. We, we are from California. I'm from California. Even okay. Northern California is like, a, a, you know, a mild winter or a mild, you know, fall compared to, you know, probably what Chicago area gets like. And, and I just kind of go, you know, we have all these grand ideas, but we're thinking about spring and early fall and through the summer. We're not, we're, please, please enlighten us. Yes. So well, Natalie understands she grew up in Ohio, so it's cold, but it's the kind of cold where you have like three different winter coats. Like this is the like just a few flurries coat. And then you have the it's getting colder coat. And then you have the, I cannot believe I live here. Coat. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> but those, those periods go quickly and then you're back into spring and summer and fall. So, I mean, if you can just hunker down for a few couple weeks of very cold, uh, it beyond that, it's beautiful, but I do love the snow. I love the snow. We love to go, you know, snowboarding, skiing, sledding, snowshoeing, all that kind of stuff. So that makes it fun. Yeah. And now can you do all of that? Like, can you, do you guys go snowshoeing and all of, and all of that there in Naperville? We do. There's a Morton Arboretum that's pretty close to here and it's beautiful. It's a nice, uh, kind of an outdoor garden. They have like a children's garden there. They have trails, they have plenty of trails to walk on and to run on and you can, um, snowshoe and cross country ski there. Oh. There's a smaller ski hill. I mean, it is, it isn't the hilliest area, but um, yeah, there's plenty of outdoor stuff to do here. Oh, fun. Yeah. Okay. All right. So anyone coming to visit, where would you direct them to stay for at a hotel? Hotel Indigo. It is right downtown. It is above Sparrow. So you can get that coffee for breakfast. It is right next to Santo Cielo. So you can go straight there after, you know, straight back to your room after dinner and you can see the river walk and you can see the water right from your hotel. So it's, it's perfectly located. Ooh, that sounds nice. really cool. Yeah. Like I love when you stay in a little quaint hotel and you can just literally walk to everything. Yeah, a few yeah. doors here, a few doors there. Yeah. And covered most everything. Stumble back to the hotel after yes. All stuffing ourselves with pizza. Yes, with your neighbor nuts and sweets bag. <laughs> oh yes. Yeah. You oh yes. I am I absolutely love that. I have I like to have a little bit of something when I'm sitting in bed at night. <laughs> Gerald knows this and just like a little sweet. And that sounds yeah. perfect. Yeah, just like a little chewy, you know. Yeah. <laughs> a little Swedish fish never hurt anybody. No. <laughs> absolutely good, good not. Stuff. Good stuff. Um, <laughs> oh, go ahead. I was gonna say you mentioned one, but what are some other must sees? in the Naperville mm. area? Like don't leave Naperville without doing or seeing X. Oh, okay. So definitely the Morton Arboretum. Um, they have a lot of exhibits that will come. Uh, th they had a couple of years ago, they had these giant trolls and they were all man-made by an artist and they were just amazing and beautiful. And there's now um, an exhibit by, let me see, Daniel Popper, it's called human in nature. And again, giant, beautiful handmade, um, exhibits that you can walk through. You can just really, really see art on like this grand scale at the Arboretum. Um, and then they have the children's museum. They have a maze garden, which is really fun. They always do like a cool light show in the winter. So that one's definitely on the list. And then the children's museum, there's a Naperville DuPage children's museum right downtown as well. Uh, and what's nice about that is it's really focused on hands-on. So, you know, lots of the exhibits have like the hammers and the nails and they want the kids to create uh, versus just like kind of a pass-through. So it's a really, really good, you know, here's this, what are we gonna do with it? Problem-solving type museum. Oh, fun. Um, I can't yeah. love that. It's really fun. And then um, another one as a runner 
is the Naperville Running Company. It's the best. It is the best. Is it they, your, is it your local running shop, running store? It is. They started, they opened their doors in 2000. So they've been around for quite some time. Mm-hmm. They are consecutive winners of runners, running store of the year. Um, they have a cool little track like in their running store to test out their stuff. They're right downtown. Uh, but what I love about them is their employees. Like they love running. They all love running. You walk in and they can basically, what do you need? How can I help you? Here's four or five options. Here's what I think would be the best for you. They love what they do. Um, they're, they're a staple in downtown Neighborville. Yeah. So I, you got to go there for sure. Okay. <laughs> we got to go there and hello, they have their own little track to try out the product. Like every running okay. store needs to do that. And that is a testament because I'm. this is the first time when we've asked about the must see or do that the store has been mentioned. So that, that's a testament. We've heard a lot of running stores, but that's the first time it comes up in this section of the conversation. Yeah. Well, and the other thing as a parent, which won me over is not only do they have the track, but they have toys for the kids. I mean, oh, this come on. is like game over. I just take my kids in, they're playing with dinosaurs and I'm picking out toys and finding my fuel. And I mean, you got to go, you got to take the kids, let them run the track, get what you need, talk to the educated staff and you're ready to go. Ooh, can they like bring their store here to Southern California? (laughs) We need that. (laughs) And did you notice the, the slip there? Dana says, Oh, they have toys and I can let the kids play with the dinosaurs and I can pick out the toys. And I was like, ah, you're, you're finding your own running toys too. That's right. She needs her toys. You got to have the running toys and all the little, like you said, the fuel and everything. Yes. I'll be back. I'm going to go for a quick run. Watch my kids. Right? I know, right? See you in a little bit. That's what they need. A, a daycare. I know. Oh, that's a, that's actually would be that's a good a concept. Somebody not listening bad. needs to develop that. Yeah. Hello. Not a bad I'll idea. Bring my kids. <laughs> what about races in the Naperville area? Mm. Oh, there's so many good races. There's lots of 10Ks, 5Ks, uh, but I think two that are a must is the Naperville Women's Half, which is actually this weekend, and I'm doing that. Um, it's the seventh year of the women's half in Naperville. And it is, I mean, it's amazing. Like as far as you can see, you just see women, you see these ponytails, you see the buns. I mean, it's just inspiring to just have a full race of women. So I love that one. It's every spring. And then every fall is the Naperville half. So it's also a half and it's great for those who are training for the Chicago full because it kind of falls right in that sweet spot of just a little tune up before the Chicago full. Uh, and it's also great weather, both of those races. Um, you know, it's a little cooler in April, but it's perfect for the Chicago or for the Naperville half in uh, October. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah. So you could come that. in October. I know, you know what we were, it's funny, Dana, that you say that because we have been talking about Chicago more lately. And, you know, I was saying that the Chicago marathon is one of my favorites, Yeah. but it's been a long time now. I remember when we used to say, oh, it's been just a couple of years. Now it's like, it's been a long time since Mm -hmm. we've done it. So we're due for a visit back to your neck of the woods. So. Yeah, it's such a good race. I did it in, I believe it was 08. And so it's been a while for me too. It's it's a great race. I mean, I love all marathons, right? <laughs> I know it's fun. It's just, everybody comes together and we're, we choose to, to be there and people are happy. And, and now we're even happier because everyone's been no back to it separated for two years. So happy. Oh yeah. So yeah. happy. I mean, I just, I'm afraid I'm going to hug everybody. Like, you know, this weekend when I'm running, <laughs> hold on, I got to hug you. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, you should. Yeah. It's pretty special. What is your favorite season in Naperville? Because you have all four legit seasons. Yes. I will say definitely fall. Um, When we lived in Arkansas and even in St. Louis, it's just about, you know, four hours south of here, but it was just enough that we didn't get that true fall, the crisp leaves, the apple picking, the hay rides. It's the best in fall. It's probably my favorite running season too, because it's just that perfect temperature. That sounds perfect. I can imagine it. Yeah. Like you guys, I'm sure get the true fall foliage and the bright red and orange and yellow and 
Yes. Yeah. The apple cider, the pumpkins, it's, it's everything. (laughs) It's worth the winter for the fall. (laughs) I know it's funny. Like we're just like, kind of like sort of beginning of spring and now I'm already thinking, Ooh, the fall sounds pretty amazing. I can't wait for fall to get here. We'll have to come to Chicago. Yeah, we, we can never tell the difference anyway. Here. I mean, <laughs> I know it all blends in together. I will take your sunshine in the winter any day. <laughs> I know, definitely. You know what? Come and visit in like January when it's like, you know, kind of like miserable where you are and and we'll swap. And, and, and yeah. it's always a nice treat for people in the Midwest to come here in January. So to get a little warm up, we where we think it's summer and you guys are like, woo. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We're yeah. wimps. We are. To- oh gosh. Yeah. Total wimps. Well, we always love to ask our guests this question. So if you could run anywhere in the world, where would it be and why? Wow. That's a great question. Um, so my first marathon was Dublin, Ireland. And that was amazing. I loved to do that race in another country. So I think like Paris, mm-hmm. Berlin, or some of the world major marathons would be really great. Um, just to experience something in a different country again. I just love the marathon. But I mean, I don't know. I could run anywhere. <laughs> yeah. I know anywhere it's- every day. It is a tough, I think a tough question because there's, there's so many, but now when you did the Dublin marathon, I would be interested in doing that. Does it stay in Dublin proper or do you guys go outside of the city and like the green countryside? countryside? Yeah. yeah, it was a while. I did it in 2001. Um, and at that time, most of it was in the city. There was a little bit outside of the city, but most of it was in the city. Um, it was amazing. I mean, I couldn't recommend it enough. It was absolutely amazing. And when I finished, I don't know if this was on purpose or just by chance, but I was handed a Guinness. So I mean, <laughs> what? Oh, I'm in. Hey, Sold. Post race recovery. Mean, that is so fun. Yes. Customer service right there. I don't know. It was beautiful. And Mm. the next day I kissed the Blarney stone and then traveled, you know, the country. So it was, I love those kind of destinations where you can make it a trip and really enjoy more than just the race, but the race is just so much more special. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds incredible. It's a great way to see a city and then you can hopefully make some mental notes uh, go, Oh, I'm coming back there when I can walk and enjoy, you know, in those stores or or check out those scenes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. There was some slow move in the next couple days after, but I got to see everything. It was perfect. Oh, that's (laughs) awesome. Well, Dana, where can everybody find you? Um, so on Instagram, you can look at true potential running or keep the joy in running. Um, there's some like underscores and things like that. <laughs> so true potential is a great, great place. Um, or true potential running.com. All okay. right. Sounds good. All right, you guys, we will put everything in the show notes and the link. So you can click on and talk to Dana about coaching for your next race, or just to get in shape with running. And let me, I, I will say Dana does an amazing job and, um, yeah. So highly recommend true potential and Dana, thank you so much for doing this, for taking the time to chat. This has been so much fun. Yeah. You gave us yes. a lot of good stuff that we're excited to uh, share it and, uh, <laughs> Get in it, you know, get out there and experience it soon. Thank you. It was such an honor. It was so nice to chat with both of you. And I hope that you'll come to Naperville soon. It'd be fun. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, we definitely will. I feel like, I feel like it's a trip that we need to bring the kids though, because it sounds like such a Mm -hmm. kid friendly type of trip. It is, especially with all the dessert stops. They'll need, they'll need, we'll we'll need them as excuses to go into all these different stores. (laughs) I I never need them as excuses. I have no, I'm like, Hey, you guys follow me. I, I can right. have no problem taking the lead, but yeah. I, I like I can, that. Yeah. Josh is all about the hot dogs and oh, yeah, pizza. Yeah, everybody yeah. wants the pizza. So yeah. It'll be perfect. We'll, we'll get him a Chicago style hot dog. He'll, he'll never 
He'll never look at hot dogs the same. <laughs> I know he will. Yeah. He would definitely love that. Yes. All right, Dana. Thank you. And we'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much. Take care. Bye. Bye. Dana Klein, thank you so much for joining us on the show. It's always great to talk to a lifer, someone who started running at an early age and has carried them through so many phases of life into entrepreneurship, helping others reach their running goals. I, for one, am looking forward to getting back to Naperville and enjoying the local hospitality, the great pizza, treats, and many, many miles through city and countryside. Everyone, follow Dana at Keep the Joy in Running on Instagram. A big thanks again to our sponsor, Inside Tracker. Use the code SWEETRUN to take 25% off of everything they have to offer. Use it for yourself or an awesome gift. A big thanks to our friends at Inside Tracker. Are you guys enjoying the Sweet Run podcast? We would love it if you would take a moment to leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or any platform that you listen to our show on. It would help us to get our content out to new listeners and help to grow our show. Go ahead and push the button. Leave us a rating and review. We would so appreciate it. And we appreciate you guys. Join us next week for another great conversation with an awesome runner living in a great location. We'll see you then. We will see you then.